And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hopefully you're having an amazing day. Hey, wanted to spend a few minutes with you all right now as we're all in lockdown. Sort of. Depends on where you're at. I know 50% of the U.S. population is basically in lockdown and 50% is not. Pretty much the highly populated states um, that, quote-unquote, have the biggest infection rates um, are the ones that are locked up. Um, But I'm in one of them. Yay! I'm in California right now. It's hilarious. We literally... uh, we're nomadic as nomadic can be for a year and a half. Then two weeks after we move all of our crap out of storage, settle down and get a house, lease a house, um, there is a full-blown statewide lockdown. Awesome. Perfect timing. Um, but it's all good. We're, uh, we're believing that uh, uh, everything is going to pass and, uh, and be A-OK to go to restaurants again very soon. Anyway, I want to spend a few minutes with you guys right now, and I'm going to just um, just give you a, a taste of something that I've talked about uh, a few times um, over the past week. And what I want you to do is to, to get the full the full thing. Um, once you go to uh, either the MLM Sales Funnels group, so go to MLMSalesFunnels.com, watch a video um, called How to Make Money During the Coronavirus, or go to my personal Facebook page and watch it there. The one on my personal Facebook page is more generic. I'm not talking to network marketers specifically. I'm talking to just people in general or businesses in general. Um, but the one in MLM Sales Funnels is directed towards network marketers. So I would recommend that one. So go to MLMSalesFunnels.com and, and, and go watch that video, How to Make Money During the Coronavirus. But uh, what I want to talk to you right now about is just a piece of that, um, that video. And um, so... <laughs> The first thing is about this about this situation, um, and I'm walking past a, a little restaurant right now, so you can probably hear the drive-through going off. But um, and by restaurant, I mean fast food, uh, Del Taco. It's not actually a restaurant. Um, uh, so the first thing is, you know, do I believe that this is real? <clears throat> yes, I believe the coronavirus is real. I believe it is an actual virus. I believe it actually is hurting and killing people, and I think it's incredibly sad. And I don't want to. Um, make that smaller than it is. You know, if someone is losing a loved one, I would be, you know, I, I'm incredibly sad for them. I'm devastated for them. Um, that is not cool. Um, so I do believe it is real. Um, 
And I'm going to leave, I'll probably do this as a kind of a multi-part like episode just to kind of uh, keep it in more bite-sized chunks for you. Um, so the first thing is, uh, is that I'm going to keep most of my personal opinions out of this. All right. So I've got personal opinions on this virus on, you know, different things. I'm going to try to keep most of that stuff out of this. Um, additionally, I, as for those of you that know me, I've, I've got a split personality and the other personality has a, he, he wears a tinfoil hat and he runs around my brain screaming, screaming things um, about, you know, the things that tinfoil hat people would, would do. And I can usually keep him suppressed for the most part. But nowadays I'm having a really hard time suppressing him and he tends to make an appearance randomly. But I'm going to do my very best to not let him out uh, during, you know, a podcast like this or a video where someone's not expecting that. Now, hilariously, I've said that a few times on these different videos that I've recorded or put on lives, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. And um, I've had multiple people reach out directly and say like, hey, dude, you need to do it. The tinfoil hat episode. Like I want to hear it. So that's pretty funny. So <laughs> maybe I actually will, but not, not, not in this exact episode. Um, now, so I'll kind of leave most of that out. Um, but here is what I will tell you from a, uh, health perspective. And you gotta know this, that I am not a, um, I'm not a health, you know, guru, uh, nor am I a doctor or anything like that. Um, I just look at numbers and just basically let numbers tell me the story rather than let other people tell me the story. So, you know, like a lot of you know that I'm a faith-based person. Um, you know, I don't really listen to what my pastor says. I let him tell me things, but then I go double check him and, um, I check him, you know, uh, on everything. Um, and the same thing with stuff like this, like, sure, I understand that there's a virus and I understand that, economy has taken a hit and I understand all these things, but what do the numbers say? Right. And just like with everything, what you're being told, what I'm being told, um, and what the numbers say is, is a different story. And, um, that being said, I just wanted to kind of go over some of these basic numbers with you. And I actually don't have my notes with me. I'm, I'm walking. So it's, I can't uh, give you the same depth as the video. So I want you to go watch that video, but from a, you know, a health perspective on these, on these types of situations, recognize that as a society or as humanity, we've been here before. So, you know, the bubonic plague killed like 50 million people. Um, the Justinian plague killed multiple millions of people. Um, AIDS kills, has killed 25 to 35 million people. And it's still happening today. Um, Ebola killed 11,000. Swine flu, I believe, was 250,000. Now, as of a couple days ago when I pulled these numbers, this is probably five to six days ago at this point, coronavirus had only claimed about 6,400 lives. Now, don't get me wrong. Every life is important. That's a lot of people. I'm very sad about that. I'm just trying to talk about numbers for a moment. 6,400. Now, I'm in California, and check this out. After the 13th death was recorded last Thursday, so a week ago, a little over a week ago, after the 13th death was recorded, California went on a statewide uh, stay-at-home order or a lockdown or whatever you want to call it. 13. Um, the flu, the common flu, 
kills around 70,000 people per year in the United States. 70,000 people per year. The common flu. That's 191 people per day that die from the flu. The regular flu. I might, I've gone to work with a flu before. Um, I've caught, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, and Illinois, my home state, um, from Chicago, when the fourth death was recorded, they locked down Illinois. That was the next day. Now the fourth death was from a person that was 69. And I don't think 69 is old by the way, but obviously there's less immunity in a 69 year old than a 29 year old. But it's a 69-year-old lady, and she had current, health, current and previous health problems, meaning her, she was immune-compromised already. And that was the fourth death, and they locked down the whole state. Um, so you can see how this is pretty interesting, right? Um, but the point that I'm trying to make is, at this exact moment, is that I think everything's going to be okay. Um, just based on those numbers. Also, the contagion factor of this virus has been reported by some sources to be level two. To give you an example, SARS was four and measles is 18. So this is being, you know, really uh, communicated to us as a black plague scenario, but the contagion level is actually two, in, according to some sources. And the, um, cu- the cure rate from your own immune system is actually quite high. I've heard as high as 99.7%. Um, and so again, am I, you know, the World Health Organization? No, I'm just a person that looks at different stats from different places. And I'm just putting this together. And, you know, uh, the reality is, anytime you're successful in anything, you have to come up with your own conclusion. You know, if you followed what society told you to do, go to school, get a good job, and, you know, get a good retirement, you know, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast, number one, and you're also probably doomed to most likely a life of financial failure. Um, the people that make it are the ones that go against the grain and do their own research and come up to their own conclusions. I'm not necessarily telling you to believe me. I'm just letting you know, this is what I've come up. This is what I've found. So that being said, I think we're all going to be okay from a health perspective. That also le- that leaves me to a couple interesting conclusions as to why, um, why this, uh, such harsh reaction from society, um, from the government, things like that. And that's where my tinfoil hat guy could make an appearance, but I'm not going to let him right now. Um, let's move into the economic side of things. And the economic side of things, um, every eight years on average, if you average out, every eight years, the United States has been in a recession for every eight years, all the way back from the, until the Articles of Confederation. All the way back to the Articles of Confederation, every eight years we've experienced a recession. So going into recession now is not abnormal. In fact, we've been in a 12-market bull run or an upward market. We're overdue for a recession, actually. Now, recession doesn't have to be scary, and it actually isn't for people in our industry because when the market pulls back, they use, most individuals will start looking for something to find some safety in. And network marketing provides that safety. So historically, network marketing companies typically grow in recessions. Now, we're not in a recession right now. We're in what's called an aberration, which is just a temporary blip on the economic radar. Recession is two consecutive quarters with negative growth. That's a recession. Um, So we haven't even been through a month yet. So we're in an aberration. Now, if we head into a recession, generally speaking, that's good for network marketing companies. 
In fact, just in the past, um, uh, sorry about there's any wind, um, just in the past uh, three weeks, our company as a whole has grown by between 20 and 30% market to market. 20, 30%, that's a lot for a, for a sizable company. Um, our business has grown. Our business has actually not taken a hit. Um, it did right in the, fir- the, 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 the first two days that like the hysteria started. We actually ran a campaign those days and the campaign was going for its primary call to action when literally everything was going freaking nuts. And so that campaign took a hit, but within three days after that, our stuff started to spike in a positive direction, like above what's normal. And the reason is because people started to look for safety or security and they can find that in, in our industry many times. Um, so I'm gonna go over one more thing and then we're gonna call it, call it quits for now. Um, and that is the recession, right? So recession is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. Now let's look back into the great recession or 2008. So that was when Obama was president. No, no, we're not calling it any fault of his right now. I'm just using his term as an example. In his worst year, Obama's worst year, when he was president, um, we experienced a, uh, a two a negative 2.5%. So our GDP gross domestic product as of the United States was $15 trillion. And we took a 2.5% hit, which is $37.5 billion hit. So that is legitimately money that has evaporated from our economy in 2008, 2009, 2010, his worst years. Um, that's a big, that's a big hit, right? That means 30 point, $37.5 billion completely evaporated from the economy. Now that's, that's sizable, but that's, that's 2.5%. So here's what losers do. And I don't mean losers as people. I mean, losers who lose in market aberrations, they focus on the loss, the 37.5 billion. The world is ending. Oh my gosh. They focus there. Winners focus on the 14.7625 trillion that's still left over. Remember, this is a fact. There's more millionaires created in recessions than there are in bull markets. In bull markets, anyone can survive. But in recessions, only the great survive. And in fact, I'm going to share with you a lesson on the next episode of how you can position yourself to really thrive in a, if we enter into a recession, how to thrive in that recession. Um, and, uh, I'm going to kind of summarize it right now and tell you this, don't pull back, push in, lean in. This is the time to push forward, not to pull back. That's what I'll summarize the next, next episode with. I'm going to prove it to you exactly why. Um, but if you can only take one thing out of this, if you never listen to another word, I say the market is going through an aberration. It could go through a recession. And right now you need to push in. We are spending the same, actually, we're, we're about to spend more on ads than we have in any recent time right now. Um, we are uh, expanding. We're growth-oriented. We're pushing in more. We're louder than we were before, not quieter. So right now, what I need you to do is push forward. Don't constrict back. The world is constricting back, and it's making the competition a lot less. It's a lot easier to take ground when no one is trying to fight you. All right? So um, that's where I'm going to leave it for now. The next episode, we're going to go into, I'm going to prove this to you. But if you're one of the people that doesn't need proof, you just need a direction, then trust me on this. It's time to push forward. Okay, it's time to take ground. Anyway, that being said, guys, if you found value in this, do me a favor, leave a review and a rating down below. That's going to let me know that what I'm saying is useful. That's the only way that I know that it's useful. Um, So leave a review and a rating and uh, let me know that this has been helpful for you. With that, go watch that video again. That's at MLMSalesFunnels.com. And it's one of the 
first videos in there right now, how to make money during the coronavirus. Okay. All right. Hope you guys have an amazing day and talk to y'all soon. Thank <laughs> you.